Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y for 67369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Count the Dings Westworld Podcast. I'm your architect, Anthony Mays, forging the entirety of this podcast with only one tool, the mistake. We've got our very own Bernarnold replica, complete with Hulk button accessory, Dave Schilling, the man in black, constantly searching for the center of the maze, Jake Hoy, a smart meatball with an incalculable number of thoughts per second. That's a big number, Tom Rehaber Stroboum. Much more dangerous than she looks and rocking futuristic gala attire, it's Eden Liu. This week, we're doing designer drugs at sex parties, y'all. Hell yeah. Episode four, The Mother of Exiles. Once again, Jake, a poem as used in Emma Lazarus's poem inscribed on the Statue of Liberty. Let's get right into this. Jake, congratulations, man. <laughs> Take a motherfucking <laughs> <Called it>. bow. <laughs> Called it. 
victory lap. Let's go. It almost felt like hitting a home run in a in a baseball game, getting the tie and the or the lead in the fourth inning, and then the rain comes and they wash out the whole game and tell you the stats don't count because your fucking pod didn't get posted in front of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Nice job. I mean, as the episode was unfolding, I was like, how did we not see that coming? Of all the theories that I read online and all that stuff, Jake was like the only one who came up with the bicameral mind that it was, it was Dolores the whole time. The really funny thing to me was that they revealed it all in one fell swoop, which I kind of dug. It wasn't something they were trying to drag out for the whole season, which I, I think we all assumed they would, or at least play it out a couple more episodes. They've done it a lot this season, Jake, where they explain things in plain terms. They're doing a lot more of exposition, explaining the plot lines, and it, it kind of is overhanded a lot, like especially mm-hmm. with my man Chubbs. And, uh, oh, and Bernard, yeah. just yeah. a little, like yeah. they're just like talking through things. Yes. Uh, why do we have to go do this? Oh, because you know. Wait, how are you going to get into the party? <laughs> well, I didn't hack the system. I I hacked the Uber driver. They're just holding your hand throughout. And so I think when they did the reveal, it was almost thematically in line with what they've been doing all season, which is kind of just laying it out on a platter for us. Yeah. I feel like yeah. they did that because so many people including myself, had so many issues with season two, right? Like, that's got to be why. A little more exposition because no one knows what the hell is going on from just watching. Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. say that there's a reaction to that, that the puzzle box is great, but it it has to pay off. Yeah. And it can't just be one endless maze, right? I mean, we're okay with them searching for the center of the maze, but you got to give us something along the way. Endless maze, that's, that's our podcast. <laughs> That's our show. <laughs> if you were short, it would be a bad nickname, but you are pretty tall there, Maze. Endless Maze. I like it. This episode kind of felt like a finale almost. It's just like a lot of things happened and it just blew your mind. And you know what? The end of the fourth quarter, right? This is the fourth episode of the season. Halftime. It did have that kind of almost like a penultimate. Yes. Where you get the bulk of the answers you've been waiting for. And now it's just a matter of how they are going to pull it all together. Hey, now, guys, Man in Black is back. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't this episode so much better because he was there? Ed Harris is such a good actor, and it's just it raised everyone's game by like 30%. I loved this opening scene all together. I thought the return of his daughter and the performance oh. she gave was incredible, including yeah. all of the vocal effects they were using. Am I in his hallucinatory state or am I in a simulation of a nightmare? Yeah, it was awesome. Hey, welcome to the show, Bernard. Are you just crushing beers with Chubbs? That's why you're late? Oh, no, 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 no. I literally just didn't remember we were doing this. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. I'm, re- I'm super busy, as you can tell. I so. thought you were going to say I- that you were busy reprinting your buddy's shoulder. I think what happened to Dave is he fell on his own remote control. I sat on it. And he yeah. was kind of trapped on <laughs> for a while. Where is it? In the couch cushions? I can't find the damn thing. Our cold open. Yes. Day 37 of coronavirus quarantine. And William is having a tough time. <laughs> He's struggling. I know you're not real. He says over and over again, shooting mirrors. I know who the fuck I am. Blood drips from the chandeliers. The water pours from the ceiling. And Bill suddenly emerges from the tub. 
There's flashbacks to the park. A vision of his daughter, Emily, starts to bleed. Oh, yeah. It wasn't my fault. I thought you were real. Emily is teasing him about possibly being a host. Holds up the card Ford gave to William containing his Westworld profile. Are you free and evil or blameless and helplessly enslaved, Emily says. What a line. Serious overlap with Forrest and Devs here, Jake. Yeah, big time. Dead daughters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dead daughters and like fate if you're able to control your own destiny. Mm, I love it. Guilt. Emily tells him to finish the game and hands him a shard of mirror to kill himself. <laughs> Charlotte arrives, opens the drapes. William isn't in the bathroom anymore and Emily is gone. William points the gun at Charlotte. She pushes it away, lets him know that Ciroc the wolf is at the door. Fuck it. He's welcome to it. Charlotte says the only thing of any value left in Westworld is the data from the project in Sector 16, meaning the Forge. This gets William's attention. He yells at Charlotte. She wants his support at the emergency investor meeting. William's just been locked in his apartment for 90 days? I wanted to ask you about that, Maze. Like, why was there so much confusion about whether we'd see William this season? Because there didn't seem to be much explanation of what he was doing, where he was, what his storyline was. So, like, what was the last time we saw William? We blew off his hand? He was yes. injured in the park as Charloris left with the pearls. And we're meant to assume that he just bled to death there? Oh, no. They patched him up and shipped him home. Remember, we saw that future scene. The post credits. Was in the future. That was the last time we saw him. So the last time we saw him in the timeline that resonates with what we're watching now is him going through that door to the forge. If indeed he did go through that door. I think he just bled out there and got picked up by the medical team. Him getting up and walking through the door was all part of the vision from the future. Okay. Because that was the loop that he is on. Right, of course. Right, 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 right. He never leaves the desert ground. It's the real world when he's in his house shooting at the mirrors. This is real. He's still human. I mean, this is the question, right? Fundamentally about his yeah. whole stretches. Is he human? Or is he future host man in black? He's going cuckoo bananas. He's shaving himself with the straight razor. He doesn't use the bathroom anymore. That's where his wife died. Charlotte holds the blade to his throat like this little moment. The same way that Dolores did. William wants to find the mole, says Charlotte could be the mole. Charlotte says the forge was lost during the massacre unless Ciroc knows something they don't. Hours later, William is finally dressed, but he stops in front of the mirror one more time. Emily appears again. William admits he made a choice to kill Emily because he thought she was a host. Emily says she'll be waiting for him, teasing the post credit scene where she is his handler, checking for fidelity. Charlotte makes a comment about Emily to fuck with William, says she's been listening. I know you down to your bones, Charlotte says, and she set a nice trap, getting William committed to a private mental health hospital which transfers his voting shares to Charlotte. I promised I'd let you destroy yourself one day, Charlotte says, before she pricks William's neck. Jake, what's she doing with that? Dude, I have no That was idea. a question I was going to ask you guys. <laughs> no clue. That was a was that whole like a new sedative? concept for Maybe us. She, she needed uh, DNA? Yeah, what is she trying to be like an imposter? Yeah, I mean, she can make a, a fake William while he's pulled up in uh, the cuckoo farm. Yeah, because all we can like relate it to is the... a little bit, though. 
the early scene, right, where she takes a, a vial of blood. Yeah, but it didn't seem like it was that much. No. It's so the future, was, Eden. All you need okay. is a little bit. Just you need a okay. little tiny bit. Right. Fine. Yeah, it's hard to know if it was an injection or an extraction. Or, right. I think it was an extraction because he got injected by the... The bouncers. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. William is settling into his new digs at Inner Journeys Recovery Center when he is approached by old school blue dress Dolores. Emily's last wish was for William to be a prisoner of his own sins. I guess you've reached the center of your maze, William. <laughs> but the maze is about understanding. You still don't even understand who you are. If any of this was your choice, wouldn't you already know? William asks very slowly, Am I me? Welcome to the end of the game. Can't get enough of the Dolores Batman voice. I really can't. <laughs> I can. <laughs> we got William back. This wasn't a full William episode like we discussed it might be. So that could still happen, I suppose. But now he's locked up in a mental hospital. And how sad was that scene? Man, just sitting there by himself and a prisoner of his own mind. Literally. Well, he, he, he kind already of where was, he was, though. Before at home. Yeah, like, yeah. He just, he's just got a cleaner location. <laughs> Yeah, and he's controlled. And less booze. He can't play Russian roulette. Less rye whiskey that he pours. Yeah. This is what I understand. <laughs> if you're that far gone and you're that much of a degenerate, why are you pouring a whiskey bottle into a glass and then drinking it? <laughs> you're drinking it straight from the bottle. You're, straight, you're drinking it straight from the bottle. Come on. There's no. I don't know. There's no he's, he's a rich, he's a rich guy. Memory, Tom. Yeah. He's trying yeah, to. Come on. A semblance of uh, civ- civility and, and, and uh, humanity is still there, man. Oh, yeah, He's that, not a complete that guy, savage. That guy that you saw shooting at bullets at mirrors in his house and stepping over glass, he has some semblance of Sorry, Tom, you've shot bullets at a mirror before. Okay. <laughs> I'm a big fancy totally guy. I'm Tom Haversho. I've never drunkenly shot myself in the mirror. My- I maintain my mirrors. I don't. Uh, I don't shoot bullets at my mirrors. Yeah. Do you respect mirrors? <laughs> Do you respect mirrors? What's the plan for? Like he's just locked up again. He went from being quarantined in his house to locked up in a mental hospital. He seems firmly off the board with the current events. Right. So the empty seat was him, wasn't it? Yep. He's literally been replaced on the board, but I meant off the board. In terms of like a chess sense. I don't know. Uh, I don't think the board so. Because I think he's in play for Dolores somehow. So he'll break out and come after her. No, I don't know if he can break out as much as he can be utilized in some fashion. I think we're getting a host, William, for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. the thing that would make the most sense uh, for his. There's only one left. There's only one body left. Yeah. Well, and, is, unless. her opportunity to. Unless he becomes a a human asset to her against Ciroc. But what does he have that he needs, you think? I don't know. Yeah, hard to say. That rye whiskey. (laughs) We're now in part two of the season, and I feel like we've had a bit of a reboot on the storyline. And, you know, that's the intro to all of this. Now we got to see how they put it all together. Right. Our comedy dream team, Bernard and Chubbs. <laughs> yeah. A Rehoboam marker tells us we're in Victorville, which is 30 minutes south of Barstow in North Los Angeles. Ah. Bernard watches two rockets land. Quick flashback to Charlie. When he sees a kid at the motel, 
He's staying out with Stubbs. Charlie looks a little like Nathan, doesn't he? Oh, that's interesting. Didn't he seem to? I didn't go do a side by oh, side. Oh, just because they're both black? All right. <laughs> <laughs> what is hey, this podcast? Did oh, you catch what, what Nathan's last name is? Hale? Nathan Hale? Oh, yes, I did catch that originally, yeah. Mm. Does anyone and know Nathan Hale? Is? And, and now we Navy got a Statue guy, of Liberty right? reference. He's the Navy guy, Nathan Hale? Nathan Hale is a huge Connecticut icon. Revolutionary War. <laughs> oh. I used to play baseball at the Nathan Hale Middle School in Norwalk, Connecticut. Nice, yeah. yeah. He was a spy for the uh, – Continental Army during the Revolutionary War. So Nathan is the mole. That's you know what? Remember my theory last week with Walt that he's some sort of like knowing yeah. old adult. Yeah, there we go. Nathan Hale, little Nathan, is actually a mole. I haven't thought it past that. Just want to thank you, Bernard, for bringing me to this shithole. Makes me look back on my time in a murder simulation theme park with fondness. He's Has so funny. Stubbs, did Stubbs have comic lines no. written into his? Narrative no, in the before. previous seasons. Absolutely okay. Not. This is just like his brother. They discovered that his brother could be funny in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> did, did you guys think that line was funny? Not it's really. Like, it was a lot of words. That's <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what does he care? His job is to protect Bernard. He's a wisecracking sidekick now. So this so is part of his story. He's got a good life. Bernard says they have limited resources, but pulls out a six pack. <laughs> Stub cracks it one handed and complains about his shoulder because they swam five miles to shore. Okay. Back up here. Hosts like beer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, this was another thing. Yeah, Tom, I know. Hosts like beer and get stress injuries too, Tom. What's going on here? It's like, well, first of all, in 2059, they haven't figured out something better than a six-pack, like like with the little <laughs> plastic thing. Secondly, what is Chubbs doing drinking beers? He was designed to replicate humanity to such a degree that people wouldn't know he was a host. So, of course, he's going to be programmed to drink beer. He's an so. axe-wielding beer head. Is that what it is? Yeah, he's one of the Portland hipsters I've heard so much about. I still don't know this whole story, why we have Bernard and Chubbs. I don't really <laughs> – I don't either. I don't They're care. Dumb. They're yeah. dumb. They're like, oh, who are you? They need oh someone my God. to Bumbling attempt Mark Dolores. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That whole scene in the hotel, what was the purpose of that scene? To be like, I can prove that I can stop hosts – Oh, fuck you, Bernard. <laughs> fuck off. Did you say fuck off or fuck you? How did he know he'd been turned off? <laughs> I know. That's another thing. Should he be shit-faced? He should be hammered. He shouldn't be able to see straight on that. For the rest of the Westworld podcast, please subscribe to patreon.com slash count the dings where we recap the entire season.